Blog Talk Radio. Yo. Yeah. Right. Okay. Did I just hear un? Did I just hear it say unmuted? Anyway. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's get straight to it. Let's do it. Okay. The off season is here for the NBA. Um, as you guys both know, there's a lot of moves going on in between teams in both the East and the West. In your guys' opinion, which teams are the most impressive in their off season moves so far? And which team is the least impressive in their offseason moves so far? Ammons, what do you think? Um, I want Stanley to go first on that one. I got to think about that okay. one. Okay. For me, it's the Celtics. Um, you you load five picks. Um, you're able to probably draft Jason Tatum, who's solid. Or Josh, or Josh Jackson, and you still have leverage. And this is a perfect segue into Paul George because the fact that the Celtics can offer all that to Indiana kind of scares me, and it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't take it unless Paul George is adamant that he will not resign. Now, if I'm Paul George, I'm in my prime. Then has a good. I mean, if I'm playing there and he, and I really want to win, and if I'm drafted there because if he's drafted there right and plays a season, he's able to make more by re-signing with the new team. That's what. That's the whole point of the why the Lakers are trying to trade for him now because they want to make Paul George happy to make him more money. That's what it all comes down to. Like for people that that don't know the like the business side of basketball. Like, so that when people get upset about, oh, why trade for him now and get him, off, get him in the offseason, that's the facts. Now, if Boston can take a risk, I mean, give up two high top picks and get Paul George, uh, it's, it's going to be hard for him to leave. So I think the Celtics got a good opportunity, uh, and I'll leave it at that. So Celtics are your best team in the offseason so far in terms of moves. Like I've made the best moves? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Yeah, they've they've made the best moves. Okay. I mean, let's see who they let's see who they draft. You know, it's not even the draft yet. Like as of now it appears that way. Okay. And well, what about the team that's been uh the worst so far in the offseason? The worst? Uh, I don't know. Because a lot of teams aren't really doing much. It's only a handful. Most of it's just rumors. There's only been, like, few. But I'm going to tell you this right now. If we don't get Paul George, oh, yeah. I'll give that to, to us. But, I mean, I still got faith. I think we got something in the works. So I'm not panicking. But I'm definitely... I'm definitely like, yo, this better not backfire. Okay. All right. How about you, Ammon? Uh, I agree with majority of it. Uh, I agree with the Celtics. Uh, I don't have a team as far as the worst 
because like he said, like no one else has really made that many moves. Like we would have to really judge it after everything's done, like after free agency and all that. Yeah, um, at least July first. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I mean, okay. look, I'm gonna say this. Regardless, man, the Celtics are going to be the winners of the off season because they're most likely going to get Gordon Hayward, and they're probably going to get someone else through through uh, the trade. So I, I think the Celtics are going to look like the winners, regardless. Even if the Lakers do get Paul George tomorrow, like I still think the Celtics will look like the winners because they're the ones that's going to be closest to. Uh, taking out the Cavs in the East. <clears throat> but as far as as far as the Lakers, man, let's just let's just get into the Lakers, man. First of all, I think yeah. the trade that they made is a good trade. I'm I'm on board with the trade. Even if I, we don't I'm get Paul just, George? Just, as of right now, yeah. I I don't think it's a fail <clears throat> Unless we do not get him next year, I'm not going to call a fail off the bat right now, just because he could come next year. Now I don't know uh, if, if he he's going to be with the Pacers. Team. We don't even know what that okay. team is yet, though. Like we really don't know. Like <clears throat> this is not going to happen. But let's just say he got traded to the Trailblazers. I don't believe he's going to stay, stay with the Trailblazers. So if he got traded to the Cavs, I could see that being a concern, but. For some reason, I don't think the Celtics thing is going to happen because the Pacers have been acting like idiots this whole entire week so far. Like, they're they're on the same thing that Phil Jackson is almost on, where they're trying to get some mind-blowing picks, and it's like, dude, that's not going to happen. You need to get rid of Paul George for something, or else he's going to leave you for nothing. So... The Cavs, who have Kevin Love, I'm pretty sure they've offered him. These idiots don't even realize you could trade an all-star and get back an all-star, regardless of the fact that Kevin Love is not better than him. Yes, at least you do have another all-star, and you could just pair him up with um, Miles Turner. But it's like, what are you looking for? Like, the Cavs do not have a bunch of uh, picks. So, like, they can't get nothing really but Love. And then with the Lakers, it's like, dude, you know the Lakers not going to give you two. You know the Lakers not going to give you Ingram. So just take the, those two other picks and take Clarkson and just keep it moving. Like, it's, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. they, they don't – I do think they do get but they don't get at the same time. Paul George's value, his trade stock value is going to decrease. That why, that's why they have to get rid of him by tomorrow because – Usually in the NBA, it decreases more and more, especially once the season starts. So it it just blows my mind. And, like, with the Celtics, I don't know why the Celtics wouldn't trade three first-round picks for them. I don't know why they wouldn't. I guess maybe it has to do something with the thought of getting Gordon Hayward. But, I mean, even then, you could still put George as a two and Hayward as a three. So I don't know what the Celtics are thinking. They might be holding out on this whole Porzingis thing because Phil Jackson, who needs to be locked up in Arkham Asylum, this dude is like he's wilding out. He's really butthurt because <laughs> Porzingis didn't go to the exit meeting or wherever. Like, dude, <clears throat> you have been worse than James Nolan has in 
less than, what, four years? He's only been in, what, like two, three years? You've been worse than this dude in a matter of three years. Like, look, Carmel, obviously Carmel has his flaws. But, dude, Carmel has been way more mature than Phil Jackson. Then he said that stupid comment about LeBron and his, uh, his, you know, his buddies that he works with. That was stupid. And now this whole thing with Porzingis, you're butthurt about Porzingis. It's like this is ridiculous. He should not be able to get away with this. And for the people who try to make some type of excuse because he's an 11-time champion, it's ridiculous. Like, wrong gets wrong. This dude is wilding out. He needs to get fired immediately, and they need to find a way to trade Carmelo. Like, Carmelo's got to stop being prideful and stingy. Like, just just get traded and call it a day. But I'm I'm going all over the place right now because I have a bunch of stuff stuck in my head. But back to the to – the Amen. Whole uh, no, damn! I'm trying to think. Oh, this is what I was going to say with the with the Lakers. Yeah, as long as we get Paul George, that's all that matters to me. Whether it's tomorrow, uh, during the season, or by 2018, yes, I would prefer him tomorrow. And I'm I'm hoping that we do get him tomorrow. But yeah, like overall, we got rid of one of the worst contracts currently in the NBA with Mozgov. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. we can get rid of Luau Ding within the next couple of months, or at least this year we can get rid of his. And as far as Digo, I'm really like, man, it's just crazy because I'm, I'm looking on the internet, like on Twitter and stuff. People are really angry. Like Lakers Nation is really angry <laughs> with this. And yeah, like for me, oh, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to. I was just gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm not like angry. Like it's only bad if we don't get Paul George or something in return for this pick. Um, but my thing is also I was I was kind of wondering maybe the reason why the Pacers are taking so long on like making this trade happen is because they're gonna try to see who who they can even get at 27 to 28 pick. Like what if like midway through the draft. They're like, Pacers trade. You know what I'm saying? That could be. I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's valid. I, I don't – see, my thing is based but it doesn't off the stuff that I've been – But doesn't Based off the stuff that I've been reading, they've been saying that it's, they want, like, a bunch of, like, just a bunch of picks. Like, they're looking for something mind-blowing. Like, they're trying to, like – they're trying to do what, like, the Celtics have been doing, so to speak. And it's like, dude, that's not going to happen. Everybody knows, dude, you're the one who's in a desperate situation, not the Lakers. It's like, dude, you're about to lose Paul George regardless. So it's like you might as well get rid of him. And uh, it's just the most idiotic thing. This dude, Kevin Pritchard, is driving me nuts. Like, dude, the Cavs are literally saying, hey, we'll just give you love. Just give us Paul George. No, you don't want that because you want picks. And by the way, the Bulls don't even want um, the Bulls don't even want love. So I don't know. Like I don't get yeah, love's not that. Enough. That's weird. And and uh, Griffin before he left, he was trying to trade love to the Suns. All I know is if I'm Boston, I'm going after Chris Tapps for seniors. Uh, no, I mean three pick, right? So, boom! All right, here you go. You want Josh? Yo, yo, Stan, I can't hear you. Stafford. 
Yeah, can you guys hear me? Can you? I can hear him. I can hear you. Stan's going in and out. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm saying if I'm Boston, I'm going after Chris Stapps for Zingas. They got the third pick. Mm -hmm. Trade that. They want Josh Jackson. Boom. Like, that's a pretty scary fit with Gordon Hayward. That would be. That'd be yeah. That would be devastating. That'd be crazy. That'd be a really good team. And I'm wondering, like, is that shit happening? Like, I I agree with a lot of the things that both of you said. I mean, first off, about Phil Jackson, I feel. Oh my god, you hit it right. The thing, you know, you know, it's it's disappointing to think that a guy who you know wins eleven rings is not only. I mean, it's okay to be a shitty. Excuse my language. You know, a, a mediocre GM. But it's another thing to you know, kind of go after players like that, and especially your own players. And I think, you know, Carmelo definitely handled that very maturely. Um, and, you know, I, I agree with you, Stan, in regard to, you know, especially the Celtics. And, you know, but what I'm really interested in is what do you guys think about, because a lot of, a lot of what I heard is about Paul George and the Pacers um, and a little bit about the Lakers also. So let's talk about both of those teams. And in regard to Paul George, where, wherever he ends up, which of those teams goes the farthest and is the most capable of beating the Warriors? Between the Celtics. Wait, between which teams? Every team we just mentioned? The teams that, in your guys' opinion, are the – the highest uh, probability of where Paul George will end up. The top three teams where you think he'll end up. Oh, and okay. how before far do they go? This, I mean, oh, before we, yeah, before, like for oh, him oh, to actually win. Go. Yo. No, I was going to say, before Oops. we get into that, how about this? Let's let's start off with where do we think he's going tomorrow? Let's start off with that first. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <sighs> Man, what do I think? I think he stays on the Patriots tomorrow. I'll just throw it out there. I'm predicting they're going to make a last-minute trade either before the trade, before the draft, or, like, during the draft, like, right before their pick, like, starting to panic or something. Um, I just think the Lakers have a plan. They're not they they're not just trading D'Lo for nothing. I know they were stuck with Mozgov, but they they did I don't know they did assume Brooke Lopez, which he granted it is an expiring contract. They could have moved Mozgov down the line, like they if they were just going to sign Paul George and they could have made it work the following year. So I don't think they would have gotten rid of D'Angelo if they weren't for certain that they were going to get Paul George. Because, I mean, I know you're not the biggest fan of D'Angelo, but the man, he did have potential backcourt as a two-guard because he did play well in the, as a two-guard this year. And this was his second season in... He was in and out of the lineup, like I, third year. We'll see. I mean, I, I hope he actually does well in Brooklyn. I mean, he'll probably play for a mediocre team uh, for a long 
wild part of his career. Honestly, I don't I don't really see how he gets out of that Brooklyn that Brooklyn hole. Anyways, I just got off topic. But no, I it's all right. That, that was great. What do you think? Yeah. Man Alright. So oh, my brother. heart yeah. my heart says the Lakers. But if I'm going with my brain I'm going to say the Cavs. I'm going to say somehow they bite the bullet and just take love and end up giving up Paul George to the Cavs. I'm hoping, what I'm really hoping is that maybe they wait until the Lakers draft uh, with those two other picks and then, like, hopefully those guys are, like, good enough to interest the Pacers to just, like, bite the bullet and, like, you know, yeah. trigger and just like, all right, let's just take those two guys, Clarkson, and then just keep it moving. Jordan Bell, Jordan Bell, I'm behind him. It would be the most logical return for Paul George for sure. You know, you said Defense all the all wars, like he can, like he's got a good heart. He can still score, rebound. I think he would be nice. Okay, so. Which of the teams, we mentioned the Lakers, uh, Cavs, and let's say the Celtics, or no, well, yeah, let's say the Celtics are. Celtics. Are which team, if, where he ends up, which team goes the farthest? I mean, probably the Celtics, but, I mean, what do you guys think? Okay, you're saying, wait, wait, hold up. You're saying that you think that he would go the farthest with the Celtics as opposed to the Cavs? Yes. Uh, I think okay. he has a better chance of winning it all next year with the Cavs, but he has a brighter future. He can contend like for five years with uh, uh, Celtics. Okay, I've got the Cavs. Right. Yeah. So, with Paul George on the Cavs and LeBron, and no, so right, no Kevin Love now. They beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. No, I was no, not I'm, saying I'm that. not saying that, but I don't think <laughs> the Celtics beating the Warriors either. Yeah, then yeah, they're not either. But like down the line, maybe feel like they'd have a better chance in the Cavs. But yeah, either way, they're not beating the Warriors with the Cavs. Uh, they're still not beating the Warriors because you need a, some kind of power forward unless they can get like a. Yeah, I just don't see how. Unless they can get Paul Millsap, but he can't just pay everyone. So, so would it be better for Paul George for his career? Would it be better for him to end up on the Celtics then? Paul George? Uh, no, I'm going to be defensive about that, man. You can't ask me that. Man, I'm being biased. Like, the best place for him is, is <laughs> like LA, man. Yeah, I can't even be objective. Hey, I got, I got to be a bird's eye view. I, I, I love my uh, my Lakers. You know, but it's like you got him like factor in the lifestyle. Like he's LA. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm Kurt Rambis without the glasses, man. Okay, so look, is Paul George at this point? It seems like he's the fo- the focal point of at least the NBA All-Stars in this offseason. There's LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, Porzingis. We can get into that 
you know, later. Paul well, George is definitely a higher tier. Paul George seems to be. Aldridge, Aldridge the don't even tier. deserve to be in those other two things. Like, Aldridge is a piece of dog crap. Like, all right, continue. <laughs> Aldridge, is, Aldridge is like a tier three star, like the Aldridge. lower star now. He's a yeah, scammer. It's, it's a fall from grace. Right, it, it's bad. He went to the Spurs uh, to win championships. It was supposed to be an easier team. And it's it, it unfortunately didn't you know didn't work out. But the funny thing is, is they still won games though. Like right, yeah. It's true. But he just didn't show like yeah he he just not meant for that offense or something. Because I miss that man in Portland, man. Like that he used to he was a he was a beast. Like yeah. remember when he dropped back to back forty point games on the Rockets on Dwight Howard like in the playoffs. I believe it. I believe it. And I think that team could be really good right now with Damian Lillard and Stephen McCollum coming out there, too. Yeah, because Nurkic is nice, man. I, I, I like that Portland squad. Well, like, I'm also a biased, too, because I lived out there. So, I actually I actually kind of like that squad. Hey, man. You know, you got you to gotta stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I won't but, really, like, real for him like that. Yeah. Well, I was going to say – now that the draft is coming up, which of the lottery picks are going to – which of the lottery picks are going to be the rookie of the year, or who do you think the rookie of the year is going to be? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Right. Uh, no, this is a theory question. So, like, I'm going to say if Josh Jackson is trained for Chris Stapps, mm-hmm. And he's like a team on his own, then it may be him. But who knows? One, I, I gotta say, I got, I gotta wait till after the draft. Okay, this, this is post draft talk for me. Okay, so early, would you say an early prediction pre draft would be Josh Jackson? Based on that scenario, yeah. Okay, okay. What about you, Raymond? I'm biased again. I gotta take ball. I've been defending ball in front of other people who've been <laughs> wanting Dilo to stay as a point guard. So nah, I'm I'm a defend ball man. I think he's that much of a game changer. So yeah, I'm going with him for for rookie of the year. <laughs> I gotta go. That, I think Lonzo Ball if he if he's got the right. I'm just nervous. I said that two years in a row with our rookies. <laughs> Well, no, but ball's a different animal, man. Like I, I really do. Um, I think so too. Only, yeah, the only thing about him for me is I don't think he'll. Usually, give the rookie of the year to the person that's like the main kind of guy. And if Paul George comes and Ingram's balling and Clark, like you know, if he has like a, if he's not playing the best player or the second best player, you know. But hey, I think rookie of the years don't typically matter too much. Look at sure. Michael Carl Williams. Absolutely. Definitely a rookie of the year that didn't end up panning out. Brandon Jennings. Tyreek Evans. Yeah, yeah. That's true. What do you think, Emmons? Who do you think the rookie of the year is going to be for an early prediction? 
You said Lonzo, right? Said Lonzo, yeah. You said Josh Harrison. Okay, my bad. Um, okay, but that's early. Let me let me give you one after the draft. I was just me thinking off like off like yeah. who can take over the team like and not have a supporting cast and just put up stats. You know what I mean? I think he's good. I think you're right. He's, he could get a, a lot of you know, boards, blocks, steals. Okay, last question. Sorry for that little laugh. Um, how far do you think the Lakers go next year with Paul and George? Hmm. Yeah. I'll tell uh, them at 42, three wins. Okay. 42 wins? Yeah, if it – okay. Look. This is based on my my if, if the lineup goes away that I envision it, Ball, George, Ingle, Randall, and Lopez or even Zubac, it, it wouldn't matter. But Lopez is going to start if he can stay Lopez, healthy too. Yeah, yeah. That's really going to help. He's twenty. So yeah, I would have to, Yeah, I've always liked him though. Mm-hmm. He's just been injury prone or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, he, he just needs to. Stay. I wonder what his health is right now. He's he's always seems to have he's he's awesome. First off, he's great. I think it's a great upgrade for the Lakers. He does always have like little knee issues. However, when he's healthy, even this past year, he is shooting three pointers now, and that's crazy. Yeah, he ha- he he oh. made more three pointers than De- than D'Angelo Russell last year. I read. <laughs> Jesus, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not kidding. God damn. Wow. Yeah, it, it is, you know, and he has a twin brother too, so I don't know why that matters. No, he's he's good. I think he's a great upgrade for us. Um, you know, Zubac can learn a lot from him. Um, you know, and that's that's how I feel. I think they go to the playoffs, probably lose in the first round, maybe make it to the second round. Um, but forty wins would be and forty wins would be awesome, awesome. Um, okay, I mean we're almost at that time. Do you guys have any closing statements or anything else you guys wanted to say? Dan. What up? My bad, dude. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> uh, we're out, almost at that time. I was going to say, um, did you have uh, any closing statements, anything that you wanted to say? Uh, not really. Not really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I feel, Come on, I feel, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, real talk. I mean, it's the final day. Right now, I'm just kind of waiting. Hold up, hold up. I'm just kind of seeing. Before we end this, well, in a little bit, we got to get Stanley's top ten. Oh. Yes. Top ten. This is just random scenario, okay? I'm being creative. Okay. I, I'm 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 being honest. I'm pulling up a mock draft off just like just so I can look at the players. Okay, this is based off USA Today. First one I see five hours ago. Not really too. You know, they're just a general. Okay, so they got number one, Markel Fultz. I agree with that. Two, Lonzo Ball. I agree with that. Uh, I've been all along. Tatum. That's funny. They agree with that. 
but unless it's bad. Hello? What the hell? Alright, man. Damn. We all in this. Alright, man. God damn it. 